Hey guys, and welcome to Overflow with Oprah, where we talk about real life struggles we Christians battle and learn how faith can help us navigate through these tough, sometimes difficult situations. I'm your host, Oprah Zeon. Let's begin. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Overflow with Oprah. I'm excited to be back this week with you all. We've made it to Wednesday. We're getting over the hump, so I hope you guys are ready for the weekend. As I think about the weekend, I have absolutely no plans, but that's good because if you follow me on Instagram, which y'all should be following me because that means if you are following me, then you're part of the family. So if you haven't followed me yet, follow me on Instagram at the little hat sign, Oprah Speaks. But okay, (laughs) if you are following me, then you know that I have been going to weddings after weddings. And last weekend, I went to my cousin's wedding, which was so amazing because I got to see a lot of family that I had not seen in years. So God is good. But each wedding I've gone to, and I think I've been to five so far this year, and I have two more to go. This is the most weddings I've ever attended (laughs) in my life especially within a year. But each wedding I've attended, um, I'm always pressured by my friends or family to go. I think it's called the the bouquet toss. That's what I'm going to call it. I really don't know the formal name for it. But you know, when they'd be like, oh, I'm a single ladies. Oh, I'm a single ladies. Yeah. So that portion of the wedding. So all these weddings I've gone to, I've been pressured to go up there and embarrass myself trying to catch this bouquet. Not really embarrass myself because I'm not the one to fight over it. It is what it is. If it's for me, it's for me. If it ain't, it ain't. I ain't not finna struggle. (laughs) So this past weekend, my family was urging me to go up there. So to appease them, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. I've been going to these weddings. I have not caught the bouquet, but whatever. I'm just gonna go so y'all can get off my back, okay? So I was standing up there and I was actually talking with someone. And then when I turned to the front, the bouquet was just like coming my way. And I just held out my hands and the bouquet landed in my hands. Crazy, I know. But when I sat and I was thinking about it yesterday, I was like, dang, I've been consistently going to these weddings and consistently standing in the little pool of single women to catch this bouquet. And I finally caught the bouquet because that's what people want, right? So when I was thinking about the consistency, I was like, you know, Oprah, you consistently show up for other people. That's one thing about me. If you are in my close circle, you know, I'm going to support you. Okay. I'm going to show up for you. I'm going to do what needs to be done. So, you know, I'm there. You have my support. So I had to ask myself, I'm like, you know, you are consistently showing up for other people, but how are you showing up for yourself? And when that thought came in my spirit. I was like, that ain't me. That's definitely God, right? Because God knows how to throw the shade. You hear me? He knows how to convict you and just have you thinking these deep thoughts and give you these deep revelations. And so as I was thinking about that, I had to really be honest with myself during the self-evaluation. I'm just like, Oprah, you show up for everyone, but when it comes for you to show up for yourself, you're lackadaisy or you will start something and then you will stop. You'll just be very inconsistent on certain things. And so I was like, that has to change because there's always a reward when you are consistent, especially when God is asking you to do something. Just like the reward of going to weddings and standing with all the single ladies, the reward is catching the bouquet. And I think when you catch the bouquet, people are saying, oh, you'll be the next one to be married 
at the end of the day, guys, I am single. It's all in God's hands. I know the man he has for me is out there. He probably even listening to this podcast now. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. But when we're consistently showing up for ourselves, showing up for God's people, showing up for God, there are blessings within that. So when I think about God and I think about how much he shows up for me, he is a constant in my life that doesn't change. That's how consistent God is in our lives. So I'm sure he wants his children to be consistent with him as well as our own lives. So I always like to go back to the Bible and use my concordance in the back and look up different words. So I looked up like the word consistency and um, there was a few scriptures on it. And one was Romans chapter eight, verse one. And it would have been great if I had my Bible open, but I'm going to pull it up and, and let y'all know that scripture. But I also like stories and I like accounts, especially of the people in the Bible. So I started to do my research and I was just like, you know, Lord, who has been consistent throughout the Bible and where did their consistency take them? I have four people in the Bible that I just kind of want to touch on briefly. And it's Moses, Daniel, Paul, and Abraham. Starting with Moses, the consistency of Moses enabled him to collaborate with God to bring deliverance to the Israelites, right? If you have read the book of Exodus, you already know the story. If you haven't, I encourage you to read it. But we know that God called upon Moses to speak for his people, to go to Pharaoh, to set his people free, right? And we know that each time Moses went to tell uh, Pharaoh, like, hey, this is what's going on. You need to let the Israelites go or God is going to plague Egypt with this thing and that thing. And Pharaoh hardened his heart each time. He was like, okay, okay. And then he's like, no, nah, I'm not letting them go. They're working for me. We need them. I'm not letting them go. But Moses consistently followed God's leading despite all of the times Pharaoh did not give into his promise. Like he basically was lying each time, but Moses did not give up. He consistently went each time and trusted God to lead him to the point he was able to get the Israelites out and lead them into the wilderness. And so we see that us being consistent in our walk with Christ enables us to experience provision and blessings from God. And Moses in Exodus is a great example of that provision and blessings that God is able to give us when we stay consistent. Daniel's consistency helped to build his confidence. So Daniel's consistency was rewarded by promotion in the king's court, protection in the lion's den, and even nourishment from the vegetables that he was eating, right, during his fast. So he and his three friends refused to give in to the demands of the godless society. So Daniel was confident enough to speak bold truth, and that encouraged disbelievers to bow to the God of heaven. So imagine how our consistency can build our confidence. When God asks us to do things sometimes, child, it'd be so outlandish to the point I'm like, God, you want me to do what? And we lack confidence because these are things that we've never done before. But the good thing about God is he never leaves us, right? He never forsakes us. He does not go back on his word. And so if we trust God and God is full of confidence, then that confidence that God has is also within us. So just being consistent helps us to build our confidence and to stand boldly and speak bold truths like Daniel and his three friends. Then we have the consistency of Paul and all the apostles. Each one of them proclaimed the same truth and instruction in every church and culture, right? So as they spread the gospel, their messages were cohesive. 
which left no room for confusion. Because as we know, our God is not a God of confusion. So each message from the apostles had to be the same in order to help build the Lord's church. So being consistent also helps us to communicate clearly. When we are consistent and we know something and we consistently talk about that thing over and over and over, we are experts, let's say that. So Paul and the other apostles were experts in delivering the gospel and they, they did not go back and forth. They knew their stuff. They had the confidence, right? They had the experience because they're used to going to different churches and, and different cities that people didn't even go to to preach the gospel and they stayed the course. So they were able to communicate consistently and effectively to help lead people to God's kingdom, which is our ultimate purpose on this earth. And then we have Abraham, right? So Abraham's consistency encouraged future generations to follow the God who was fulfilling incredible promises, like giving Abraham and Sarah a child at their old age. In the word, when God told Abraham this, you know, he laughed, <laughs> right? He's like, wait a minute, God, what are you talking about? Again, sometimes God hits us with these things that sound so outlandish. And he's like, wait, do you not know how old we are? Are you talking about having a child? And he gave them Isaac. But Abraham's consistency to trust and obey God helped to grow the faith in others. And that consistency to trust and obey God is still helping us to grow our faith in God as well as future generations of Abraham. So from all of these accounts in the Bibles, we see where blessings do come from being consistent. However, there will be questions. Like I said, you'll be like, God, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> there will be setbacks and even failures. However, when we believe and trust God's ability to lead us, we will definitely accomplish major things through being consistent. So what are some ways I can be consistent, you ask? Thank you for asking. I got you. We know that to be consistent, you have to replicate positive behavior or performance day after day until it defines you. So we have to let our consistency define us. But how do we build our consistency? So I'm going to give you all four things that can help you to build your consistency and you can you know add to this list as you choose or send me a message to give me some more things because we're here to help each other out because again we're family so number one i want you all to isolate one goal what is your biggest issue what is the thing that you're most inconsistent with that's where i want you to start and focus on that once you've mastered that you're going to move on to the next goal because we have so much going on in our lives and so many things that we're thinking about. We already struggle with uh, being consistent, right? So if we come with all of these goals, trying to figure out how to do them at once, we're just going to continue to be inconsistent. Let's be real because I've done it plenty of times. I have these things I want to do, this launch I want to do, and just do none of it. We don't want to be like that. We want to isolate one thing at a time, focus on it, master it, and then move to the next. Number two, we need to celebrate our small wins. Any improvements along the way should be celebrated. That is what will keep you and I motivated in this consistency challenge. You could do something as small as saying no to bread if you're trying to be healthy or going on a 10-minute walk around your neighborhood. It's nothing major, but it's something. And that's something that you need to celebrate because it's like, wow, I was able to say no to bread today. Imagine what I can do tomorrow. Dang, I was able to walk 10 minutes around my neighborhood. I'm gonna try to do 20 tomorrow. It's gonna keep you motivated. So we need to learn how to pat ourselves on the back and celebrate our small accomplishments. Number three, 
Don't give in to your emotions. And as I'm saying this to you all, this is definitely for me because I am somebody that will give in to my emotions. I will be over here thinking like, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm mentally drained. Are people even listening to this podcast? You know, all of this whining. That's me, right? But do not give in to your emotions. Yeah, we're human. God has given us all emotions. He created us this way. So we're going to feel these things, but do not get stuck in those emotions. I need you to acknowledge that they are there, but I need you to keep pushing because the emotions are going to come, but do not stay there. Do not let them make you give up. You know, they're going to be there. So do not give into your emotions, acknowledge them, keep it moving. It's like, okay, I'm tired. Sometimes we even say we're tired, we're tired, but are we really tired? Are we just trying to procrastinate? (laughs) Are we trying to find an excuse not to do what we should be doing? So really evaluate yourself and be honest, okay? And then number four, give yourself grace. You'll probably stumble once or twice or maybe even 10 times, but do not condemn yourself. Remember Romans chapter eight, verse one, which says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Jesus Christ. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So because we are in Jesus Christ and he gives us many tasks to complete and things to do on our purpose walk with him, know that he gives us grace. God is a God of grace, a God of mercy. So the same grace God is able to extend to you and I, we need to extend to ourselves and know that we're going to stumble. We may even fall, but that is okay. Once you fall down, all you got to do is brush yourself up and get back up again, right? Try, try, and try again. Failures is only here to set you up for success. Sometimes you have to fall flat on your tail to know how to do it differently, right? Sometimes you have to make mistakes to know, okay, I'm going to do it this way this time. Give yourself grace. Um, But yeah, guys, that's really all I was able to uh, share with you all four accounts of people in the Bible that were consistent and the blessings that came from them being consistent. And then in turn, give you all ways to how to start building your consistency. September is right around the corner, literally next week. I want to challenge you and myself to do a consistency challenge for the month of September. I want us to pick one goal to focus on for 30 days, guys, and be consistent on it. For example, if you are trying to be an influencer or build your social media, I need you to show up 30 days. Either post 30 things to your feed or create 30 reels to post for 30 days. But I want you to be consistent and see the reward at the end. Think of the bouquet that's dropping in your hand at the end of you being consistent. We got this and we have to show up for ourselves. And we have to show up for God's people, okay? So I'm sorry, guys. People do not understand when I say recording. (laughs) They still want to text and call me. But anyways, we're family. Stuff like that happens. But I hope this episode resonated with you. If it did, please share it. Please share it. There is somebody else out there struggling with consistency that needs to hear this message. But let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you've done for us, Father God. Thank you for each and every listener right now that is struggling with being consistent, Father God. 
I speak consistency over their lives, Father God, and I rebuke the spirit of inconsistency, Lord. Let us be able to trust and believe in your ability to lead us. So when you say move, Father God, may we move and may we be consistent like Moses, like Paul, like Daniel, Father God, like Abraham, Lord. May our consistency bring out the blessings that you have for us from the open heaven that is over us, Father God. So I just tell you, thank you for this month of September that is coming, the consistent month that we are going to have, the people that we are gonna bless with our consistency, Father God, and the blessings that we are gonna bless ourselves with just by being consistent and not giving up, Lord. We thank you for just believing in us and entrusting us with this purpose on your earth, Father God. We love you, we honor you, we glorify your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, guys, as I said at the beginning of the episode, please join the family by following me on Instagram at Oprah Speaks. Subscribe to this podcast, rate it, comment. I love constructive criticism. Listen to um, my YouTube channel, which is Oprah Speaks as well. Everything I have is Oprah Speaks, but I love you all so dearly. And again, I pray that you all were blessed by this episode. Until next time, guys. Bye.